the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is proudly sponsored by Thatchface, taming beards and saving lives. Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Saturday. You know what that means. It is the Untitled Wrestling Podcast Super News Show. Uh, I'm Woo! Big Tasty Ben Jackson, joined with by Jay Luft and Troy Brandt. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are we doing, guys? How are we? I can't believe those are your surnames. I got myself too, in too deep there, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm doing surnames. I'm in my head. Yeah, I'm all good, man. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Sound, man. Yeah, right. Um, right, do you want to kick it off with some WWE news? Who's got what? Um, Jay, you've got, got some dingers, so why don't you we start with you? Yeah, I've, I've got one which happened last night on Raw, so that was good of them. Uh, Raw and SmackDown even, so that was good of them. Uh, where WWE, apparently the plan all along was to replace Postman Pierce with Kevin Owens, which, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit sad about. I wanted to see Scrap Iron, Adam yeah, Pierce, I am. Yeah. May Roman. <laughs> but there we go. I mean, t- we to be fair, like the, post- the, p- the postal service is kind of fucked at the moment. It's, it's probably all hands on deck over there, isn't it? So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. He hasn't worn his postman outfit for a while, though, to be fair. Um, <laughs> uh, it came out in that at the Rumble. I imagine. <laughs> I, I hope he's a surprise entrant in the Rumble. I really do. Yeah, so I think so Tommy, yeah, I mean, if, I think that'd be a really cool way to do it. I think he does deserve a bit of... It's, it's really hard, isn't it? It's harsh that he, he they sort of dangle that carrot there, mm. both for himself and for the fans. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the same Adam time Pierce is... fans got excited. Mm. So the Adam Pierce massive, you know, are they are they buying pay-per-views in 2021, the Adam Pierce fans? <laughs> I, I would have 100% if I didn't have the network bought the Rumble just to see that match. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, because it's the... His series with Cole Cabana. <clears throat> if you look up his YouTube channel, which is just Adam Pierce, he's got it all on there. He did the best of seven series, and each match was like a different like stipulation match. So like one was a death match, one was a last man standing match, one was a dog collar match. Uh, oh, no. I, I think it was I think it was called like the seven stages of hate, and it was incredible. Like really? probably probably the best way of both Adam Pierce and Cole Cabana's career, in my wow. opinion. Um can I also just I'm, remind everyone that this is the Adam Pierce who lost a TNA gut check against Jay Bradley back in 2012. That, we don't talk about that. <laughs> Jay Bradley, the man who was the shitter version of Bradshaw. <laughs> Bradshaw light. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Uh, bad times. He, he looked great though, uh, Pierce. When he was when he was on Impact, he looked really good. Hmm. Um, yeah. They just didn't hire him because they're idiots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. It, this is the same company that didn't hire someone else, wasn't it? Because of the gotcha. They also passed up Ivelisse for um, a la- Lady Tapper, which was terrible. Yeah, that was the one. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, we're not talking, we're not talking about uh, Impact, we're talking about WWE right now, right now Big Tasty. <laughs> I'm, all, you know, I'm, always, I'm always trying to, uh, <coughs> always trying to divert the conversation. You can have plenty so of that chat else, tonight yeah. when we do a watch along. Um, <laughs> speaking of WWE, yeah, so, um, you're you're desperate for Troy to see the the mad majesty that is Crimson's work, aren't you? <laughs> um, 
Speaking of workers, um, the NXT India show hasn't been given a name. It's been given a... It, it's getting a lot of, like, kind of high-profile uh, attention this, which makes me feel bad for NXT UK. Um, so mm-hmm. it's going to be called Superstar Spectacle. It is expected to become a weekly show. Um, but the, the interesting thing is they've got a lot of, like, main roster people, like, participating on it. So AJ Styles, Drew McIntyre, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Rey, Ma- uh, Rey Mysterio, easy for me to say, um, <laughs> The New Day, Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, Ricochet, and the Dirty Dogs are all expected to take part. Also, Ric Flair is going to be making some form of a special appearance, probably Thurston over Lacey Evans. Um, <clears throat> so is this a weekly show that they're going to wear in India? They're, they're basically going to be doing what they did with like the UK tournament, aren't they? So they're going to do a tournament show, and then right. they're going to do NXT. Off the they're either going to have a show. They're either going to have to tape the whole lot of it very quickly, or they're going well, to this, have to continually fly talent out to India. This superstar they're, they're doing it all thing, in, doing um, in the performance center, aren't they? Yeah, they're doing it all in the um, the Capital Wrestling Center, which is formerly the Performance Center, yeah. um, oh, right, okay. which, where they do NXT. So basically, I believe so they're going to be what, doing what? What makes it NXT India? That's why I don't get. It, They've got ten Indian wrestlers signed to, oh. and then they're gonna put they're gonna move Jinder onto there as well, and he's gonna be like the big star. Jin, Jinder's gonna be like Volter of India. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna chop people, powerbomb them onto the necks, uh, shotgun drop, shotgun kick them drop, onto the kick. Neck. Yeah, yeah. Do, the, do the dirtiest clothesline you'll ever see onto a small Span- Spanish man. Um, <laughs> it's just all, all, all the all the stuff you love from Jinder Mahal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by it. I'll, yeah, I mean, the the one the, what what kind of irked me about it when I read this article um, was that they were kind of like saying they want this to be like the second NXT brand, and I was Get thinking you've already, you've already got one of them, and it's fucking brilliant. What are you it's, doing? Well, said, hang on, they, 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 they pronounced third wrong. Yeah, <laughs> ba- basically the 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 way they were looking at it was that NXT UK doesn't make them any money at the moment, whereas they want this to kind of like be the thing, their rinker king to make them money in India. Um, oh, shit. Speaking of rinker king, Jeff Jarrett's also going to be the head of creative for it. Um, this is. So what you're saying is rinker king 2 confirmed? Pretty much, um, but it's called <laughs> Superstar Scott, We're going to get, Scott, get Scott Steiner throwing barriers, like barricades at fans and causing riots. It's going to be phenomenal. Oh, <laughs> uh, rinker kings. I mean, you, you know more about it than me, Big Tasty. Do you want to fill in our listeners who don't know about Rinker King? So if, if, if the last time the Pro Wrestling tried to expand into the, the continent of India, the subcontinent, um, was a TNA-led venture called Rinker King, which I believe was around 2010, 2011. I'm not 100% on that. It was, it was sort of it was kind of the precursor to um, Global Force Wrestling. So it was Jarrett's first attempt to like start a new like sub-brand. Right. Um, they, had, they had some good talent. They had some local talent. I think Marabali Shearer was in there. Yeah. Um, and then you had um, you had um, Luke Gallows as a, in a bike. It was basically Sex Ferguson, but not called Sex Ferguson. It was his biker gimmick. I think it, was, it was Chad Ferguson or something like that. He was called or something. something Sex crazy. Ferguson. Um, Sex Ferguson. You had you had Scott Steiner was there, and he was just a heat machine. He was he was like literally they had to get police out to stop the fans from trying to kill him. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't remember what he did. He said it was he, he cut some promo where he did some things and like yeah, that he, he had like he, he probably kids. just booted a cow. 
The sacred animal of India. <laughs> the sacred animal. <laughs> he probably did something. He probably did something. Knowing stat, he probably did something horrifically sacrilegious. And then tried um, to justify it with some Steiner maths. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else was on there? There was um, Nick Dinsmore was there, and yeah, it was it was wild. I mean, I, I, Nick I, Aldous was there, wasn't he as well? Nick Aldous was there. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it was worth watching from a from like a, a, an in ring action point of view, but it's definitely. I mean, have a look. I wouldn't say check it out, but have a look on YouTube, see if like Wrestling with Regret or anyone's done like a, a, a recap of it or something like that. I'd no say it's well, worth, it's, it's well worth... Oh, in that case, start we'll adding Brian's aim. Right. Start adding Brian's yeah, aim we'll right do, now. We'll do a retro watch along of all of Rinka King. I will, I, will, <laughs> I will start trolling the internet to see if I can find any traces of it. <laughs> there, there, there was also so. a tag team called the Mumbai Cats, which literally they just wore cat masks. Yes, Jesus they were literally sweat. just... Halloween, Halloween cat uniforms and cat ears, and they were yeah. They did a lot of clawing. I think it was weird. Um, yeah, you're really yeah, selling hopefully it. Man. NXT, hopefully, NXT India will be better. I mean, with with the, with the lineup they've announced, it will because it sounds like a proper wrestling yeah. show with proper wrestlers. So yeah, mm. sounds good. How long until Carly comes and uh, becomes champion? <laughs> I give it three He's weeks. Be, no, he, he, he like, champion. So, so Jinder's yeah. going to be like the the Volta slash Cena. I think. Carly could be their taker. He just comes over for the big events and go gets on a match streak. <laughs> Takes just as long to Carly. get down the ramp. Carly, Carly <laughs> does the just comes out. Nobody fucking wants him there and he wins the belt. <laughs> Squashes um, all the young boys. Yeah. <laughs> Squashes the rising stars. <laughs> um, so moving on anyway. Um, while we're on the subject of moving things, WWE are planning on moving WrestleMania 37. Uh, it was originally slated in for March 27th. Now they're moving it to April the 11th. Um, the plan going forward seems to be that they want it in the Raymond James Stadium where WrestleMania 36 was meant to happen and uh, they, want, they want fans there, um, which is why they're not doing it in the Thunderdome. Um, we'll see how that happens, obviously, with uh, the shift in power in American politics where they're, they're finally taking COVID seriously whether that actually happens mm. you know I mean it all depends on what your boy Andrew Yang's up to yeah yeah. he's looking to run for mayor of New York is he? Be interesting yeah yeah um, I mean I'm, this, I'm, I'm down I'm down for this on the on the, on the proviso that if it does move to Roman James Stadium they bring back Kari Sane just to be guest host yes. for the evening yes 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 yeah. I want Kari Sane in the pirate ship all night doing pirate, <laughs> doing pirate nonsense, doing pirate stuff, just glugging even, rum and shouting yar. <laughs> e- even if they have like, um, I don't know if you guys watch Community at all, but uh, a little bit, yeah. E- even if they have like the thing, the thing they had with um, the convicts could go into a university. <laughs> so essentially, essentially, just a, an iPad gaffer tape to a Segway that moves around. <laughs> With Kyrie saying Zoom calling in. Yeah. That would be great. I mean, uh, worst or... case scenario, can we, can we just get back that fake ass Johnny Depp they had last year? No. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. Who was it that had that pirate gimmick years ago? Was it oh, Paul, Paul Birchall. Birchall. Paul, Paul Birchall, that's it. <clears throat> Bring him and Kyrie saying back as the hosts. <laughs> he went from pirate to wanting to shag his sister. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe don't maybe don't bring him back. Because, yeah. you know, Vince is obsessed with incest. Um, it's, it's, it's the future yeah <laughs> um, but yeah I, I, I hope we do get even if it's like Tupac hologram carry saying yeah. um, one or the other um, interesting to see though so is the move so obviously it's about it's, what, it's about two weeks they put it back 
Yeah, is that, a, think, is that like a schedule thing, or is that because they think that the extra two weeks will give them enough time to get fans in? It looks like it's a scheduling thing, um, because Raymond James Stadium's got nothing on that weekend at the moment. Does it have anything Whereas on it? I mean, it it's, an, it's, it's, an, it's an NFL stadium, isn't it? There's no, there's no NFL. Yeah, it's, yeah, there is. The NFL season's no. still on. No, not in March, it's not. Oh, in March, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so what's schedule come fit with that then, I guess? Yeah, I, I don't know then. Um, and guys, do you know I, who do you know who plays in the Raymond James Stadium nowadays? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks. Do you, know who, do you know who plays for the Bucks? No. Oh, Gronk. Gronk. For, former twenty former twenty four seven champion Rob Gronkowski. Oh Christ, he's coming back, isn't he? Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> Mo, Mojo's already ordered in the beak for the lads. Um, <laughs> so. Um, Next, I've got uh, Ricochet as... So, known Blair to Ringside News reported that Ricochet's contract was due up today at time of recording, the, tw- the 16th of January, 2021. Um, Ricochet took to social media and said, this is fake. Um, and then, A lot of that going around um, about Ringside News. Is because, <laughs> yeah, it's like Ringside News. are just like the fucking son of wrestling news. Who knew? Um <laughs> Um, you could say no um, they put that down as a ringside news exclusive as well which always means bollocks um, Rick Shea come out uh, squashed yeah um, Rick Shea came out and basically squashed that um, said it was bollocks and since has uh, announced that he signed a new five year deal so Ricochet will be getting beaten up by retribution till 2024 now. I mean, it's, nice to see, it's nice to see Ricochet being the one coming out and doing the squashing for once. Hold on, 2024 is three year deal. Why have we put five there? Um, yeah, he, ba- he basically, it's basically expires in 2024. So he signed a three year deal, not five. Um, I've just wrote five in my notes because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so I'm, I'm kind of upset about that. I would have rather have seen Ricochet maybe move to pastures new because they're not really using him. They're not doing an hour, are they? No, they just have him as Joe as the stars, and it's sad because he's fantastic. Mm. I mean, yeah, he's, like, I mean, he's also a bit of a blurt outside the ring, but you know, well, there's, yeah, there <laughs> was um, allegations of matchless parties and whatnot going on. Oh, Casey Catanzaro, um, his girlfriend, uh, put a, put a video up of basically Ricochet at like a dinner party last night on Twitter. That's good that uh, you're doing shit like that while uh, you know the WWE champ's got COVID. Maybe take it a bit more seriously, Trevor, you tit. You pillock. <laughs> Known tit ricochet. I'm not going to criticise him for signing a new deal with WWE, even though he's not no. being used for his full potential. I mean, in, in this current you know economic pandemic situation, Taking the guaranteed money is probably the smart move, especially if he's got, you know, he wants to protect his future and the future of his crazy COVID denying girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's um, all my WWE news. Well, much seg- segueing nicely into that, and speaking of contracts and retribution, Fightful Select says that all the members of Retribution, except for Mustafa Ali, were offered new three-year contracts worth 250k per year. Apparently, this is significantly lower than their past deals um, offered to act moving over to the main roster. 
offers have gone down apparently due to the pandemic, which I think we spoke about not too long ago. Um, and some talent have been told that they might be able to renegotiate later. It's not known whether Retribution were told the same thing or whether they sign new deals, but some recent call-ups are still making the same money on Raw and SmackDown that they were making on NXT, according to Dave Meltzer. So pinch of salt. Um, but it's likely that um, that'll be the case until their contracts are up or some form of touring resumes, whatever comes first. So this seems like, obviously, we know like a year or 18 months ago, um, WWE were throwing money around because mm-hmm. they were terrified of AEW stealing their boys yeah. and Not girls. Like that, um, it appears that has now, the, 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 the sort of the pandemic crunch has sort of superseded that now and it's back to, to sensible contract mode. Yeah. I mean, Vince isn't going to record record uh, profits if he's uh, offering people big money deals, is he? Hey, mm. just to lay off another 30 staff. So. Mm. I mean, to be honest, quarter of a million a year is still not bad money. It's still no. it's still more money than I'm on a year, yeah. It's when, still when more you, money when, than I'm on in about you, 10 years. When you look <laughs> yeah. at like the upper echelons of the WWE pay scale, though, it's... Uh, true, true. And for, and for well, maybe the for maybe the week to week work that those talents actually do <laughs> compared yeah. to compared to some of the ones who I mean these are the people who I mean I can understand these are the people who would put their asses on our shows three four mm. nights and they're not doing that now yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I mean they offered great... that Blair Riddle fucking four hundred thousand so that this shows be, like this might be a I'm great time to maybe give retribution. the talent back their um their outside incomes mm. speaking nah, of Riddle... you can't can't do that mate come on. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Riddle, Brian Alvarez has mentioned that he doesn't think Riddle has signed a new contract with WWE yet. In other news, um, UFC have just made marijuana legal. I know, and he's very happy about that. It happened on his birthday. Yeah, he's happy about it because it was technically if it was backdated, it would give why he got fired. It would give him two of his wins back because two of his wins became no contest because he tested positive. Ah, I see. So I don't know what I that mean, means. I don't think the Riddle I'll... returning to <laughs> UFC is imminent, but. <laughs> it, it's it's not it's not like marijuana as a performance enhancing drug though is it come on definitely not it's no. very much the opposite it does, yeah. it does say on the UFC website that it's allowed they can test positive as long as they're not using it for, for performance enhancing purposes why would anyone in their right mind be smoking a joint for performance enhancing unless your performance was to sleep and eat and do fuck all no one's getting their performance enhanced off the back of that maybe someone's uh, doing an orange Cassidy and doing some slot style <laughs> Superb. Um, sticking with contract and signing news, uh, according to Wrestling Inc., WWE passed on signing Rin of current Ring of Honor champion uh, Roosh because his asking price was too high. I don't know much about Roosh, but I know you've spoken about him a bit before, Jay. Ben, are you familiar He's with him? Great. I have no idea who this guy is. All right, then. <laughs> he, um, he nearly signed with WWE about two or three years ago and Andrade, who's like very good mates with them, said, don't do it. Oh, shit. So, said it to, said to him. Know. Said to him, don't sign. Said to Roosh, yeah. It was when Andrade was like doing fuck all. It was when he like brought him to the main roster and just did nothing with him. Which, yeah. which time was it that he was doing fuck all? Because it feels like he's done fuck all for most of the time he's been brought up. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's my answer to that. Just well, imagine, I imagine it was probably fairly recently, you know, because he went from having like Max Deer contenders on NXT. And I imagine the immediate was, sting. I imagine the immediate sting was harder now. It's probably more of just a numbness now that he feels being on the main roster, whereas it probably hurt more like explicitly it, at the very start. If I remember rightly, it was when um, he'd literally just been called up and he he, he called him up and then did nothing with him, didn't he? For like months. Yeah, they, yeah. Changed, they changed Barely his name, didn't they? They Ooh. took his surname away from like the many great men like Biggie Langston. 
Um, <laughs> there's, to be fair, there's a quiz around there, like you know, who's guessed the lost surname? Yeah. Or, fa- or first or name because Cesaro yeah. lost Antonio. Elias Samson. Elias Samson, yeah. <laughs> Alexander Rusev. I mean, fucking give the answer away for this quiz round now. That- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next bit of news from me, according to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Randy Orton announcing himself um, entering the Rumble was a red herring. And apparently the plan uh, going forward is still to do Orton versus Bray in some sort of gimmick match at the Rumble. It's going to be what, like it, a Firefly fun, Firefly Funhouse match, isn't it? In, in whatever they haven't done yet, basically. Yeah, yeah. You, you say Firefly Funhouse, I say I for an I2 electric boogaloo. <laughs> the first one Alexa, to, the first one to throw a fireball into the other man's eye wins Alexa Bliss <laughs> legit blinded up Randy Orton you can't yeah. see, tell me otherwise that it wasn't legit she hadoukened um, him right in the eyes yeah <laughs> did, did a little hadouken on him and he's blind Definitely. I won't I wouldn't be against seeing them in a five life funhouse match I don't know it was we were saying this before like if it's anything like the Cena one it'd be quite cool because it was a proper character dissection wasn't it but it's different the with thing, Cena because Cena isn't there anymore whereas well, Randy's that's what I was going to say the member. reason the reason the Firefly funhouse match was so good was because Cena didn't come back after it yeah and whereas, it, had, it had like a legitimate purpose as well it traced it traced itself right back to the Cena versus Mm. Well, they can, they can do, they can, they can do the same thing with Randy and Brady. I've already sort of done that, where they bring up like and burning his house down and taking the WWE title off him and all that. Mm. Oh, it's gonna be boss when they, you know they go back in history, throw like, all of his gimmicks. It's gonna be boss mm. when they go back to the bit where he's like shooting in everyone's bags. <laughs> <laughs> they will, they will definitely bring that up as well. Um, but yeah, the, the thing is, they're gonna do this, and then Randy Orton, like they're not gonna have Orton off WrestleMania, are they? So Randy Orton's gonna come back and it's going to kind of defeat the purpose of the Firefly Funhouse match which was to kind of break the character down to their absolute core and then write them off TV forever Mm. what if he comes back and brings Cena back with him (laughs) what if he saves him what if he goes to the other side with Father James Mitchell and has to rescue (laughs) Cena from the hellscape I can't believe how much you brought up Father James Mitchell on podcasts this week. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember how you fucking did it on AEW. I just remember you it was, did it. It was it was a leap, put it that way. <laughs> it was it was a leap, a reach. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, PW Insider notes that the Elimination Chamber pay per view will now be held on February the twenty first, a week earlier than WWE had originally planned. I feel that that might have been like a knock on of them moving Mania, possibly because that's the the interim like the middle pay-per-view isn't it between that, that gives and mania. them that gives them almost two months to build mania mm. that's terrifying they're, they're gonna do a roadblock that's, that's they're, terrifying yeah unless they stick weeks. another pay-per-view in because they, they did that before did they put roadblock in there didn't yeah. they yeah. fast lane fast lane. Did, didn't yeah Ugh, hopefully not hopefully we get an actual solid two and months there was, of there was one year where i believe we had both as well as elimination chamber was Roblox the one where they really should have pulled the trigger on Moxley? They had Dean Ambrose yeah. first, Triple H, and everyone was like, Ambrose is going to win. We're going to get Ambrose and Roman at Mania. And then it was like, no, Triple H just beat him. And then we all, because, for, for five, for, whistle. because for five minutes, we all took leave of our senses and forgot that this was Triple H. <laughs> yeah. 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 Triple H polished up that golden shovel and uh, made sure he buried the fuck out of him. <laughs> do it, but you're doing no job. I think that yeah. was back. That was when they did the brand split and they had brand exclusive pay-per-views again. So it was just a bloated year of pay-per-views. It was like 19, 20 of the fuckers. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we got an elimination chamber, a fast lane, a roadblock, 
sandwiched in between Mania and the Rumble. Well, Roadblock, it wasn't even a full pay-per-view, was it? It was just like a network special. It was like a two-hour network special. Yeah. They could always do something like that to like fill in the gap, I suppose, if they want to have another break. Bring back great balls of fire. Do it. (laughs) I mean, little Richard's dead now, mate. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit harder. (laughs) Next up. Might be used to get the name, though. So. Yeah. Next up, Jim Ross recently mentioned uh, on his podcast he'd heard that WWE is looking to do more romance angles. This could explain the recent pairing of Ric Flair and Lacey Evans. Not a right. fan. I am all for this on one condition that they recast Ric Flair as like a Roger Moore style James Bond. <laughs> where he's just where he's just macking on young birds like a turtle. I mean that's pretty uh, much what they were with him. Yeah. It's uncomfortable to watch. I want like sexual innuendos, I want like attempting re entry, all that nonsense, you know. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Speaking of Ric Flair, according to Wrestling Observer, Ric Flair is now back as a full-time performer, though it is unclear how long that will last. I know you mentioned earlier that he's part of that um, NXT India thing. So whether they mean full-time in regards to that or between the two, I don't know. Um, yeah. I've, Ric Flair just, need, he just needs to stay at home and just chill out. Bless him. Yeah, I mean... He's like 127. We don't want him getting COVID. Exactly. Yeah. Shouldn't Probably be out there. Winking, that, winking. Like at risk category. And to be fair, like Kevin Nash, like made a made a statement about this where he was like, "Look, WWE like are very strict with the, the testing policy, and apparently he tested positive while he was there. Christ. And he's like, you he meant to be making an appearance. He tested positive, and he just like he they just sent him like to the hotel and said, look, just." quarantine like don't don't need the hotel well i've heard something else as well i didn't put in in this because it was kind of it's something we covered a bit early on in like the pandemic and everything where there was just this constant they aren't taking it seriously they aren't testing people enough and apparently there's still gripes going around among employees there that are only still testing people like once a week once every other week or something like that um yeah it's just not enough especially when you're bringing back people like rick flair who like you know, is arguably in an at-risk category. Like he's he's an older guy; he's more susceptible to it. And you've got him parading about there, just like everything's fine, not on, yeah. not on. Um, couple of last little bits from me. Uh, Wrestle votes have said that WWE uh, believes the stress of trying to remove the Thunderdome setup for one night in order to have fans at the Rumble is far too much of an effort to make happen. So it sounds like there isn't like going to be any fans at the run but it's not a surprise i mean if there were going to be there'd have been murmurings of some sort of ticket sales or something or other um yeah but yeah for the faff of one night so it looks like like you said they've got a solid amount of time between now and mania to kind of implement something where they can probably have fans and maybe that and the thunderdome maybe get a kind of a, an amalgamation of the two i'd be into that like well imagine if you could buy like a bubble where you had like you and like three of your household and also like three virtual fans as well. Yeah. And you could just sort of hang out with like randos. That'd be, that'd be that'd pretty, be pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I can see them doing that. I think we're going to get, we'll, we'll get kind of like they've got in the, the CWC where you've got those kind of pods of fans around the outside backed up by the screens. And that's quite a nice visual as well. You get a bit of both. I feel we may get that because they're also not going to pack out Raymond James, are they? It's not going to no, be capacity. That's so. also kind of what AEW have been doing. Um, 
Mm. Not quite. They've been doing pod. They were doing like support bubbles, like pods of people as yeah. well. Yeah. Obviously, instead of instead of the screens, they supplement it with their roster and their their sort of like I see guys at, at immediate ringside. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm actually enjoying because it means the wrestlers can do more mad shit on the on the barriers. You can throw people into the fans now because they're all trained wrestlers. Because they're all trained. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they, they all know they've been tested like thoroughly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, um, I mean, I, th- I think if, if they can evolve that to some sort of like live slash. Thunderdome hybrid. WWE tried to do that though when they were doing the performance center stuff and it just didn't work because like the way they were doing it. Oh, it looked skeezy. It looked like a, it looked like an underground fight club. It looked like a cockfighting ring in a warehouse. <laughs> that was Raw underground. underground? <laughs> <laughs> uh, NXT, it just freaked me out a bit. That I, I didn't, didn't much enjoy it. <laughs> Fair news. Um, Last two bits from me. Uh, on her Twitch channel recently, Lita said that Vince McMahon threatened to fire her if she didn't take part in the Edge live sex celebration on Raw back in 2006. Herself, Edge, John Cena, and others apparently talked up um, or rather spoke up about their dislike of the segment uh, and mentioned it to Vince, but apparently he liked the idea too much to give up to it. That's fucking unreal. Stay classy, classy Vince. Vince. Yeah, stay classy. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> both went there. It's, 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 it's really telling that like both the people in the segment didn't want to do it. Yeah. But yeah, Vince still... Vince, who had no Adam. skin in the game with this, he didn't have to go out there and do it live on camera. No. He, he was like, oh no, this is too good an idea to pass up, so you both have to do it. Yeah. You fucking blurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nonsense. Especially um, when you think of the way they like... He kind of had to leave the company as well after, like after this, which it was the same year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just absolutely, yeah, they absolutely like made it look like a dickhead. It was like, come on, mm. yeah. Uh, and last bit from me on WWE news. Um, in an interview with Talk Sports, Alex McCarthy, uh, NXT uh, wrestler Ridge Holland said that he is hoping to return from his devastating leg injury in about six to nine months. Uh, that's hopeful, isn't it? Yeah, he's already been out for what three, maybe? months, yeah. I mean, it was a bad one, wasn't it? Um, I mean, it's this is great. This is, it's, it's good news. I mean, we we wish him obviously all the best in his recovery. Mm. Um, and it sounds like he's he's got a really he's got a good mindset and a good mentality about it, yeah. which is good. It's a shame because yeah. it felt like they were kind of on the cusp of really giving him something big. Like he was obviously meant to be in that War Games match, wasn't he? It, I reckon he was probably in the role they've given Pete Dunn. Oh, do you reckon? Yeah, he was like the the sort of like heavy for Pat McAfee's like group. He was the oh, third. Okay. Yeah, which is <laughs> kind of kind of what they've done with Pete Dunne now, isn't it? Where he's like the sort of the problem solver. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, he's mm. he's quite good, um, and yeah, obviously, like you say, really like the best speedy recovery, and hopefully, see him back at some point this year. Um, that's all of my WWE stuff. Yeah. What else have you got, guys? Uh, well, I've got nothing else for WWE, and Big Tasty hasn't got anything for WWE because he doesn't, he doesn't watch it. Because <laughs> he ain't got time uh, for that shit. He, he, ain't, he ain't silly in his hands. I've got, I've got one AEW piece. I've not got much. I've, I've not I've, got much this week. I've got a little AEW. So you want to drop yours first, Jay, and then we'll. Uh... Yeah. Um, so uh, Nick Jackson and Chris Jericho came out this week and revealed that they both. Tested positive for Dorona in uh, September. Um, <laughs> Jer- Jericho had no symptoms, but um, Nick Jackson was bedridden and said it was really bad. He still not got his sense of uh, taste or smell back. 
and that he was like they basically had to like kind of work the matches around so he wasn't doing too much because he was struggling with breathing difficulties coming back. Um, Jeez. Yeah, like they, they, they did quite a good job of like sort of still being able to utilise the people while they were off TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Nick Jackson, they basically, they, they were doing a lot of like Matt talking off camera to Nick. Apparently Brandon Cutler was wearing uh, Nick Jackson's gear and like doing super kicks to people. Yeah, so any, any, anytime you saw the books doing super kick, it was like Matt was on in shot and then like another leg just sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah. And did the super um, kick. And that was, yeah, oh, okay. was Cutler. Um, yeah, I mean, that kind of sucks. I mean... Mm. Yeah, um, do- it, it's quite ironic that Jericho tested positive around the same time that he did a gig in front of a, a quarter of a million people. Oh, Christopher. Uh, uh, at, at what has now been named a super spreader event. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and he, he was like, going, it's not a super spreader. And he actually got COVID. It um, apparently led to over 1 million infections in mm. three states. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that, that's quite ironic. Um, he didn't, he, thankfully. And he's, uh, he's, still, he's still inviting COVID conspiracy theorists onto his podcast. Tart. Of he is. Well, he didn't have any, uh, he didn't have any uh, symptoms. So why would he believe it's real? True. <laughs> they just give him a fake positive test to show him who, who's boss. Um, <laughs> they, they didn't. I just want to clarify that. That was very cheek <laughs> and sarcasm. Um, COVID's very real. Wear a mask, wash your hands, all that nonsense. Jay, is um, actually, Jay, you've actually had COVID, haven't you? So. I've, I've had it, yes. It's not pleasant. I'm still struggling with shit from it. Stay safe, guys. Um, Amen. But yeah, it's, uh, again, like, it, it there was um, speculation that more people had it as well. Um, Known Blair's ringside news have speculated about a lot of stuff this week. Uh, they they put, an, put a whole article about how Alex Reynolds may have had it because he was off TV at the same time. It's like, well, could have been anything to be fair stupid bastards and if, and if he did it's none of their fucking business is it yeah fuck them um, at this point it's, yeah. it's probably worth to mention that I mean obviously we all rag on different versions respectively but uh, I, I think it's safe to say at this point now we're at in 2021 both AEW Impact and WWE have all gotten very pretty decent at their um, their sort of yeah policies for isolating and, and yeah. testing and yeah, yeah. you know it, it, wrestling is uh, is being conducted in the safest way possible for a context both yeah uh, and i think it's it's a it took a while to get here but i think it's commendable to say that all the major promotions are now handling things quite responsibly which yeah. is quite nice to see absolutely yeah man mm-hmm. um, uh, did you not have much as aw I, I i literally had that i couldn't find yeah, anything i, I didn't have much either i've got i've got two little bits uh, i've got a big one um, which broke last night. Uh, Bodyslam.net are reporting that AEW will be keeping production in Jacksonville for the foreseeable future. Uh, this means that their planned right. trip down to Miami to film Beach Break will not take place as initially intended. Oh. They've also Repated. rescheduled a June Impact sh- uh, June Dynamite taping, which we're meant to be having fans in. They've rescheduled to September. Bloody hell. Um, was, I'd take it that was like on the road. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. It was meant to be a, a fan one, and I can't remember where it was. Um, but they they had they sold tickets for it. They were advertising on Dynamite and stuff. It's interesting to see they're taking a much more long term view of this than. It's good to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tony seems to have that screwed on with all that, though, doesn't he? But Florida's basically been like a COVID shit all since the beginning, hasn't it? Because of the Ooh, act yeah. of the governor and whatnot. Um, 
<laughs> so I'm guessing driving literally the entire length of the states from Jacksonville to Miami in order to film two weeks of television is probably not high on their agenda right Out now. the window. Think yeah. again. Jog on. Well, poor Britt Baker at the start of the week, she thought she was going to the beach at Miami and now she's not going to the beach and she's got to wrestle Thunder Rosa. Yeah, I mean, at least all she's missed out on is Jacksonville beaches now and apparently they, they ain't shit, so. No. <laughs> Wow, so have you got AEW-wise? Uh, AEW, and just another little one. It's not really a bit of news. It was just a th- sort of a thing that happened. So this week we had Eddie Kingston appearing on Rene Paquette's oral sessions, uh, which was quite cool. He dropped a... He, he, I'm not going to go into too much detail. It's, it's on her YouTube. You want to watch it. It's, it's only about 10 minutes long. It's really cool. Uh, it's Eddie Kingston talking, so obviously it's, it's worth a listen. Uh, <laughs> the two big things that he sort of mentioned was a few years ago, he very nearly retired from wrestling. And he said he was persuaded not to when his uh, his brother had a child. He became an, he became an uncle, and he didn't want to set an example for his nephew as somebody who quit. So he thought he'd stick at it and, and you know keep going. We're all quite glad he did, obviously. Um, he also says that before he signed with AW, he had interest from WWE as well. And yeah, he didn't say he had an offer. I don't think he said he had an offer or not, but he said he had interest. And he tried to sign him as a coach for the performance center. Oh, there you go. Um, really? He said he talked to his mother about his two op- his options that he had at the time, and his mother told him that he wouldn't be happy in WWE and that he should go to AEW. Can you wrong. can you imagine Eddie Kingston arguing with Triple H on a daily basis in NXT? It would be amazing. <laughs> one um, of the first one of the first questions when I asked him actually was, "How did your mum react to being name dropped on Dynamite?" Because obviously during the Moxley feud they did talk about oh, yeah. and he said she loved it, and said her first response was, "Does that mean they're going to pay me?" Eddie King's his mum straight shooting. Um, Eddie King's mum's a hustler. Eddie King's. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he he said a couple of other. So th- there's there's more to that podcast in that ten minute video. By the way, there's a I think it's like a full hour podcast. Um, he, he said a, a, a couple of like really interesting things in that. He said there about uh, how he, he had a WWE tryout around the time of the May Young Classic. Um, okay. I can't, I can't remember through, who he, he said, but he said... He got it through Jimmy Jacobs, apparently. That's who it was. I was going to say some one of his mates got him here. I couldn't remember who it was, but it's Jimmy Jacobs, yeah. Um, and he basically, he realised that he wasn't going to, he wasn't, because he was like, he said he was like one of the only men on the whole thing. So he was like, well, I'm obviously like just here because I've put, I've called in a favor, not here because like basically they were they were trying out women for the Mae Young Classic and they sort of threw him on as like a, a sort of yeah. favor to Jimmy Jacobs. Yeah, so he basically said he just didn't take it seriously at all, and he was like, he was just cutting promos about getting stabbed and shot, and uh, he said he said he uh, the quote that he said which had me in tears was. I don't believe in Santa Claus. I believe in Tupac. <laughs> so that, that, drew, that, drew, that drew concern from members of the writing staff. <laughs> Apparently the WWE writers were like shook by it. <laughs> Needless to say, he, did, he was not signed off the back of that tryout. <laughs> didn't, didn't, he, um, didn't he try out as a commentator in that as well? Like, it wasn't one thing. Jeez. He was doing commentary. And he Probably said... Possibly, yeah. Because they were talking about like a move, and he went, "Oh yeah, imagine that hurts, but I've been shot, so that hurts more." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, can you imagine and- Eddie Kingston with Vince in his ear on commentary? Oh god, I'd, <laughs> I'd love to see Eddie Kingston argue with Vince. It'd be amazing. <laughs> and uh, the the other thing he said um, as well, which was which stood out, was that his goal is he wants to go to New Japan um, and nice. wrestle the Ace Tanahashi. Go Ooh. Ace. Um, Go Ace. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, he, he wants to do. He wants. Well, he, he said he wants to go to all Japan because he was a big fan of all Japan in the nineties when it okay. was like arguably at its best. And and there's, I think, it was June Akiyama. He, want, he said he wants to wrestle from there, and he said then he also wants to go to New Japan and wrestle Tanahashi, which could happen if we get the uh, the rumored long hinted at uh, New Japan AW talent merger. Eddie Kingston is a low key, fantastic wrestling historian. Like it's it's a, a talent uh, that. I mean, he knows everything about wrestling. It's 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 not really explored that much as part of his character, but it's it's another he, straight he, to his bow. He brings up like little gems on commentary when he's doing it. Yeah, like he he was talking about how he got the blade to do um the hot shot, and he was and he like, what? Why did you get him to do that? He went, well, hot stuff, Eddie Gill. It's one of my favorite wrestlers, and it's one of my favorite moves. So why wouldn't I get him to do that? Awesome. No he starts shit. like talking about the territories. JR's <laughs> just like. Amazed like this is incredible. <laughs> Who is this guy? This guy <laughs> was talking about getting stabbed in two packet a minute ago, and now he's talking about. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure and he does it on comedy just to pop JR. <laughs> yeah. Popping the boys. <laughs> Sweet. Is that all of your AEW stuff? Yeah. Speaking of New Japan, Jay, do you want to talk to us about um, some issues with their roster? I will, but do you have any AEW stuff, Troy? I've got nothing, mate. I know, I know. Troy's I mean, got no. I know Troy's got no AEW stuff. He is <laughs> what I have to do to me. Just making sure, mate. Just making sure, keeping you on your toes. Uh, yes. So um, while we're talking about new, actually, Japan, actually, no, I do have something, and I didn't well, add then, it in there. But you know what? I know. Just looked at that. <laughs> looked at what? There's nothing on there. The, the news document. Yeah, exactly. Oh yes, I had. So apparently, um, Sunny Kiss. Apparently is out with an injury at the moment. No, no. Apparently he said that he's not injured. Yeah, this was another case of ringside news reporting fake news. Ah, there we go. I did have some. Move on. (laughs) Wasn't it? Didn't didn't Tony clear this up on the the after the after party? Tony did, and so did um, Sonny Kiss himself. Sonny isn't injured, but so he's he's working out, he's training, but he's not in condition to wrestle or something. I believe was the. Tony said, or whatever. I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah. Go on. As you were with with excellent New Japan. Fuck fuck ringside news. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fuck ringside news. Ringside (laughs) blurts. Yeah. Balance. Um, Yeah. So uh, New Japan. uh, First off, they announced the return of the New Japan Cup, which will start on the fifth of March and finish on the twenty-first of March. For anyone who doesn't know, the New Japan Cup is basically a a tournament that um, the winner gets to have a title match against a champion of their choosing. Um, usually, they pick the world champion. Um, the only person who hasn't was Shinsuke Nakamura, who picked the Intercontinental Champion because he loves that belt more than he loves anything else. Um, more than he loves surfing? Well, no, not surfing. Because he, fu- he fucking loves Come surfing, on. doesn't he? Steady on, mate. He's only, he's only still with WWE because he loves surfing. More than he loves, <laughs> more than he loves electric violence. <laughs> wow. Not, not anymore. Not anymore. Well, no. He brought back. Loved he, he brought back his uh, whole entrance music last night. I I popped like a motherfucker over that. Yeah, Good really. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's they usually use this as a way to kind of bring in like a challenger for the title off the left, like out of the left field. Um, so last year, Evil won it, and then went on to win the double championship. Um, I think the year before, or maybe the year before that, Zack Saber Junior won it and had an awesome match with Akada when normally he wouldn't have been around that like title picture. Um, so yeah, it, it very interesting uh, scenario. We could end up with a very interesting uh, title match. Uh, I 
think they usually do the title match at Dominion. Okay. All or, right. Okay. Or nice. possibly, possibly. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what the fucking. What's the oh, secure Sakura Genesis. It could be there as well, uh, which is like their eight ball pay per view. Um, but yeah, it's it's always a fun tournament. Usually, as I say, you see a couple of surprise results and. They usually get it gives them a chance to kind of sh- showcase a couple of young lions. So is this um, is this a straight elimination tournament? It is, yeah. It's, it's a, not. It's not like G one. It's not bracket based or anything like that. It's no. Not. It's it's literally like a straight elimination tournament. Like, um, sweet. And yeah, it's it's there's always some cool matches in there. So I'll be looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, and somebody who won't be in that though, by the looks of things, is. The switchblade himself, Jay White. Um, obviously, last week he said he was leaving. Excuse me, leaving New Japan. Um, he's actually been took off the roster on the website. They pulled it. They pulled his profile down off the website. Um, however, um, he did also. The AEW approached him in 2018 um, to sign him. To a contract um, because they wanted to wanted them as part of their company, obviously because he's great. Um, and he said that he won't be signing the contract because he has just signed an eight year deal. That was in 2018, so that would mean he's got five years left on his deal in New Japan. Mm. I love how conflicting um, these reports are. It's like it's either imminently expiring or good for five more years. I had yeah. something similar, like segueing off the back of that, was that apparently according to. Dave Meltzer, he thinks it's an angle, and Meltzer says that when the Young Bucks checked and approached White before starting AEW, he told them that he just signed a seven-year contract with New Japan. So lots yeah. of conflicting stories, but I don't know. It, either either way, it's really like kind of boosted Jay White's profile because talking about it, yeah, about it's, it's working. Yeah, it's yeah. it's similar to like five years ago when AJ left New Japan, and everyone's like, "Where's AJ going to go? Where's AJ going to go?" Mm. And like when uh, when Kenny's Kenny. contract came up um, a couple of years ago, before just before uh, AW was properly announced, um, they did the same thing. Didn't everyone they, was they convinced he was turning up at the Rumble, weren't they? Well, I, from yeah. what I remember, everyone I spoke to was just like, "Yep, he's he's coming in at the Rumble." Yeah, but it's usually around this time they have like the, there's talk that a big name from New Japan is going to show up in the Rumble because. This, Their contracts like the, expire around that. Yeah, they? they usually do the contracts around um, that time. Mm. Also, interestingly, I don't know whether he signed a new deal, but according to Fightful, Kota Ibushi's contract's up next month. Really? Make that. Yeah, make that. Damn. Make of that what you will. Oh. I, I will that Sonata's taking that belt. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's. It, I mean, he's probably not. Kota's probably going to be signed. Um, he, Kota Ibushi, obviously infamous for being like adamant that he wants to be a free agent, never sign contracts. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's interesting to see what they're going to do with Jay White because obviously, um, obviously there's like so much going on and like so so much um, like so much he said she said stuff that mm-hmm. who knows. Like one one thing that did come out as well was that New Japan had like advertised them for a show, which if if they're not like, I think that was in like May or something. Which, um, if if when New Japan on like WWE, where like WWE will advertise people that like left the company months prior, yeah, yeah. Um, New Japan are very like on the ball with that. Where if, if they're only going to advertise someone if they're definitely going to be there, mm. so oh, okay, 
yeah, we'll see. Keep, we'll keep an eye on this because it's obviously the pretty much the biggest story in wrestling. Biggest talking point of yeah. yeah, for sure. And um, it, it affects like all three promotions as well. So like, there's there's obviously the it's hanging over to Japan. Um, there's rumors that WWE are interested with a big offer. There's also yeah. AEW have been in touch. You know, it's it it, it could anything could happen. We could see Jay White in any of the any federation going forward. In the Jay, Jay White himself on Twitter has been. Teasing that he's going to go to NXT. Really? Um, he's Finn Balor put that put a tweet out um, where he was talking about uh, how he's like he's open for challenges and Jay White liked it. Oh, um, okay. And everyone lost their shit when that happened. <laughs> uh, obviously, Triple H is a huge fan of Jay White, so mm. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if if like. He does show up there, but mm. again, we'll keep an eye on this because it's. But then again, at the same time, AEW have literally just reformed the Bullet Club, so. Yeah, but Jay White, Jay White broke up the Bullet Club and reformed it, didn't he? Yeah, but there's you know there's something they could do there. It's cool. it's, it's 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 cool. It's interesting. I like it when wrestling is unpredictable in real life. It's uh it's exciting. Yeah, um, and my last bit of other news was that uh, Stone Cold's confirmed that he's going to be appearing on Dark Side of the Ring Season 3 in Fuck an episode yeah. about Brian Pillman. So this is actually the which... debut episode as well. It's going to be the first episode of the new series. Is it? Oh, really? Yeah. Fucking hell, what an opener. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's um, going to be all about Brian Pillman. They've also, um, Brian Pillman Jr. has confirmed that he's involved heavily in it as well. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, it's good to know that A, they've got, they've got his blessing, and B, they've got his involvement as well. Yeah, that's great. Which is great. Yeah. I think after the Benoit one, though, like you look at how the uh, how they kind of like presented um, and made the story a lot about David Benoit and um, Nancy's sister. Hmm. I can't remember the name of for the life of me. Um, and it 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 was a very like it was very eye opening in the sense that they they didn't celebrate the murderer; they kind of celebrated the victims. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. they made they made made it known that well, Nan, Nancy Ben was um, contribution to wrestling makes her deserved. Does she should be in the Hall of Fame? Chris Ben shouldn't. He's a piece of shit murderer. Great wrestler, piece of shit murderer. Yeah. Um, oh, Nancy absolutely should. If, if anyone, if anyone has to go into the legacy of that family, then it should be Nancy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Sweet. Um, I've got a couple of. Other bits of news from around the wrestling world. Uh, trademark filings, recent trademark filings seem to indicate that Matt Cordona, uh, formerly known as Zack Ryder, could be bringing back his True Hollywood Story video series. Is this the series that he did when he was the internet champion? Yeah. Or is this a different yeah. thing? No, it was that. Um, okay. it's, the thing, it's the thing that got him over, which pissed off WWE. Um, <laughs> I mean, all of the only other thing he's doing at the moment is reviewing action figures on YouTube, isn't it? So he's got plenty of time. Yeah, him and um, what's his face? Yeah, forget his name. Brian Myers. Brian Myers. That's it. Um, yeah, I mean that that and being very red as Evil Uno says. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's made some like a, he's made some like adjacent to AW appearances, but obviously he's never been signed to a full time contract there. So. Nah. Yeah, it's, it signed like a full appearance deal for some reason, which was random as fuck. Um, That's odd. Probably just a favour to Cody, wasn't it? Yeah, it was to do with the whole Cody Brody angle um, and stuff like that. It's, it's fine. I think that's the best. You know, I don't think he's worth a full time contract. At EW. I don't think he's. I don't think he'd. I don't think he'd, he'd land on that. Roster. I mean, well, 
but I, I think he's a decent wrestler, Zack Ryder slash Macado on it. But one thing I will say is that he didn't really like blow me away when he was showing up in AW and like Well, he didn't really get much to do that either, to be fair. No, he did, that's what I mean. He didn't really do anything different either though, did he? Like it was it was literally just Zack Ryder under a yeah, different name. He's, he's not he's not like reinvented himself or anything like you, that. Yeah, or, like hmm. you look at EC three, for example, what he's done since he left WWE. Character works unreal. Yeah, and he's like changed his gimmick completely. He's doing the whole like sort mm. of like nut job conspiracy theorist thing. Oh, you look yeah. at Drew McIntyre um, when he went to Impact and onto the Indies. Yeah, you know? yeah. And you look at Matt Cardona. Even 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 Brian Myers. He's basically doing the Care Hawkins gimmick, but he's doing it like more like of a heelish thing. So mm. being more of a piece of shit, and he's he's at least doing something slightly different yeah. for what he was doing. Whereas Matt Cardona was literally doing the same thing. So it was it wasn't. I wasn't particularly interested in seeing him because, mm. like, well, I've seen this already. Yeah, Fair I mean, enough. I wish, wish, I wish him well. I hope he, I hope he finds success yeah. in his career. Mm. But yeah, maybe that might, you know, he was meant meant to be a Marion uh, Chelsea Green on New Year's Eve as well, and obviously because of the pandemic, he didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. Poor sad. Yeah, yeah. Well, life can't be going too bad for him, can it? If, if that's his uh, his personal situation. Uh, yeah. Last couple of other bits of news for me. Uh, moving over to Ring of Honor. Dalton Castle is a free agent right now, and Ring of Honor has apparently offered him a good deal, but he is exploring his options. Uh, I think we touched on this the other week, possibly. We, well, me and Jay had a little conversation about this the other night on, okay. on Messenger, because um, we saw Dalton Castle a few years back mm. when we watched that dope-ass um, Ring of Honor New Japan show. And he looked yeah. like he was lining up. He looked like he was lining up to be the next big thing in Ring of Honor. Like at that point. Mm. Well, they like not long after that, he took the world title off Cody. So the fact that they haven't, they had one, hadn't beat Cody, who at the time was like red hot. Yeah. And two, hadn't win the world title, showing they had like big plans for him. Um, apparently, he turned down WWE to re to resign with Ring of Honor at the time, and then since he did resign, he, they've done. Not much with him at all. Is he quite um, injury, but not injury prone? But has he had a few injuries? He, that have... he had, he had like a bad back injury. It didn't keep him. It didn't keep him out of the ring. But it, it obviously like limited how much he could use him because mm. he couldn't wrestle much. Yeah. Um. But then he, so he come. He he has um. He has like two guys who come out and basically fan him that he calls his boys. They like they, um, they, like they catch him when he falls out the ring and stuff. And yeah, it's like a it's like a whole thing. It's like it's like yeah, Adam yeah. Rose, but good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very good analogy. Um, but he he turned heel on them, and then he's like he did fuck all. Like they they had they had Roosh just con- continuously beat him. Uh, they had him lose in the first round of the uh, the pure championship tournament as well. Um, okay. But yeah, he, he said he said he he made clear he's not leaving Ring of Honor, even though his contract's expired. Um, he's going to see like what options are available to him. I mean, he just, he, he just might want to be a bit more flexible with where he works. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. He's, he, I think he's I think he's kind of like dipping his toe in the in the water to see like if anything bites. Um, well, especially in twenty twenty one now, where everything we've seen with impact in AEW like the wrestling world seems to be opening up in, in certain capacities in, in certain mm. ways you know you don't want to necessarily be tied down to a massive ex- exclusive deal do you in yeah, this, yeah. this yeah. day and age so I think but, it's sensible yeah, it's fair. He'd, he'd be a good sign wherever he went he's a really good wrestler mm. um, and he's he's like insanely charismatic like 
his ends. He come he, he comes out in like a fucking jumpsuit with like peacock feathers on. Fucking hell. Honestly, then, like, I think he'd be a great fit at Impact, to be fair. Yeah. He could, it, be a, it, he, could, he could be a top guy there. He'd be a top guy in Impact, absolutely. Um, and Impact, like again, it's not no disrespect to Rich Swan, but they 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 seem to be lacking them at the moment. Yeah, they need they need a, a charismatic. I mean, Rich Swan's a great. I say that they, they've got fucking Moose. Just give Moose all the belts; he's amazing. <laughs> Rich, Rich Swan's Moose. a great performer, but they need, they need they need a charismatic face or someone who can be the face. Of the yeah, he's he's a great performer. He's just not got any charisma at all. <laughs> he just dances uh, like Lionel Richie every now and again that's it <laughs> on the ceiling uh, moving on last bit of news from me according to Sports Illustrated uh, they say that Roosh and Dragon Lee are expected to sign new deals with Ring of Honor within the next week um, this comes off the back of the earlier news where WWE was showing interest um, but his contract demands or the expectancy of what he wanted was too much for them so it sounds like uh him and Dragon League are going to be staying with Ring of Honor. Um, they're a tag team, or they, they're brothers rather, aren't they? The brothers, yeah. Um, they they do tag together. I think hmm. I'm trying to think what the uh, fucking name of the uh, they've got they've got a faction Ring of Honor. I think it's called Ingobernable or something like that. Um, Roosh was the founding member of Los Ingobernables. Um, obviously, okay. Naito was Los Ingobernables, the Dehapon, yeah. uh, yeah. which is like the Japanese uh, chapter of that. I see. If you will, uh, yeah, Rusha was like the leader of it, um, and he's very, very good. He's got a fucking incredible drop kick. Not as yeah. good as a card, but it's good. Uh, <laughs> Dragon Dragon Lee's insane. Like he's one of the best luchadors I've ever seen. He's so fucking good. Mm. Um, he's had some amazing matches in both New Japan and Ring of Honor. Uh, both of them as well. Rusha is the Ring of Honor champion at the moment, and yeah. Dragon Lee is the Ring of Honor TV champion. Uh, both were expected to drop the belts at uh, Ring of Honor Final Battle, and ne- uh, neither did. Uh, so obviously they're, oh, they're okay. trying to they either, they're either really Ring of Honor in it where they let the champions fucking contract expire, which they, they love doing. Yeah. Um. All the um. They know more than we do. We'll never know, but it'll be interesting to see what the difference is between the money that Rush asked for from WWE and the money he accepted from Ring of Honor. Well, yeah. Ring of Honor, like one thing that one thing with them is that they're fucking very, very wealthy. So they they can they can match like yeah, Sinclair deals. Sinclair Broadcasting Company own them. And yeah. they're, they're not poor, are they? So yeah, so they they can they can match like WWE for money if they want or AEW for money, um, which obviously they did with um with like previous talent they've signed, mm-hmm. um. So it, it, again, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, yeah, yeah. Both insanely good. Both would be assets to whatever company does get the contract signed for them. Yeah. Sweet. Um, that's all of my other news. Uh, ben, have you got a couple of bits? I've got two bits. I've got a New Japan bit, but I'll leave that for last. It's a nice little fun one to finish on. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go on to the. the sort of, I'm going to go on to what is currently quite current news. If you're listening to this any time after the day it goes up, which I presume is later today, um, it was reported in the last 24 hours or so that Alex Shelley is out of tonight's Hard to Kill main event for Impact Wrestling. Uh, he's apparently unable to travel. And he will be replaced by Moose. So it's going to be Moose, Moose, Chris, Moose. and Rich One <laughs> versus 
that are Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Uh, first of all, I take this personally because this is this is really the second time now that I've tuned into an Impact pay per view hoping to see the Motor City Machine Guns, and the second time that Alex Shelley <laughs> oh, was <yeah>. not informed. <laughs> Last one he just got pile dried on the steps, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. So I did a bit. Of, I did a bit of digging. I, well, first of all, I'm, I'm taking this personally now because I love me some Alex Shelley. Um, <laughs> I did a little bit of digging into this as to sort of what might have happened. Um, there's nothing confirmed, but um, it's worth noting that. Alex Shelley in 2018 took some time away from wrestling and trained as a trained in, the, in a medical field. He became a personal uh, personal trainer, became like a, a physical therapist is the, the word. Okay. Um, apparently, the reasoning for this was he basically decided that uh, as he was nearing the end of his prime of his career, uh, he thought felt that pro wrestling wouldn't be able to provide him a full time employment, and so he diversified. Um, picked up some new skills which is great great to hear uh, kind of life after wrestling he actually apparently loves it he loves working in in his in his in his medical field he absolutely adores it for and the reason in fact is he doesn't take full-time bookings anymore he, he, he signed a full-time contract because he wants to be able to focus on his his, his job which is quite nice yeah, so i don't know whether this is a job thing i don't know whether this is a covid travel thing i don't know i'm not going to speculate um it sucks that shelly can't travel hopefully everything's fine he's well he's good mm-hmm. we see him in impact very soon uh, i'm sure the show will still be a banger we're going to find out tonight when we all watch it yeah man. Uh, yeah um one day i will see the machine guns wrestle again <laughs> I, I don't care how many impact pay-per-views i have to watch in order to make it happen but i will get it <laughs> So yeah, yeah, nice. It's a shame that it's a shame because like that was really exciting to see um, Alex Shelley in the same ring as Kenny Omega because I don't think they've wrestled since New Japan, have they? No, and I mean it's it's a, it's, it's another match they can kick the can down the road, can't they? And they can they can yeah. bring it up because they were really doing a good job of building this. Like the Machine Guns, um, they were really doing a good job of putting themselves in because we, we you know I've talked about Shelley's promo charisma before, and he he, he cuts a good promo. Um, they were doing a really good job of building this matchup, and it sucks that he won't get to be a part of it. But I'm sure it'll still. There's enough talent in the ring to make it to make it absolutely bang. Yeah. Uh, while we are on the switch of Alicelli, he is just to show how how qualified he is. Um, apparently, there's a Ring of Honor show a couple of years back where um, Bandito dislocated his shoulder or something, and they didn't have any medical staff backstage for whatever reason. Alicelli actually reset his arm. Damn. Yeah. So he's a he's a top lad. So well done, Alicelli. Fair play. And a nice little, a nice little light one to finish on. Um, I want to, rep- I can exclusively reveal, not exclusively, I can report that New Japan Pro Wrestling has well announced the release of some Ishii underwear. Oh, so this is available. You can the, the page is up at the at this shop on the, on the shop now. You can go online and look at it. It's currently it's priced at forty dollars for one pair for one pair. It's that's cheap. a lot of money for a pair of pants, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's available to ship from March. And they are boxer style and basically are the exact duplicates of his in ring gear. Yeah, I probably treat myself when I So you can um if you've got like <laughs> yeah. they actually they actually say on the um on the website if you've got like a, a job interview or something daunting or like a bigger special event coming up, <laughs> you can you can go you can deck out in this and go safe in the in the private <laughs> knowledge that you're rocking Ishii's gear as your underwear. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, and if you don't get the job, you can then brain buster them because yeah, that's what you really, would do. Rip your kicks off and be like, yeah, yeah, motherfucker, it's time. Okay. Get the interview with the brain buster. <laughs> good. Outstanding. Sweet. Yeah. That wraps up the news for this week. Cheers for listening, guys. Much appreciated as always. Um, we'll catch you next week for more news, I guess. Uh, yeah. Before we go, where can they find us on uh, social media? 
they can find us. Oh, me. Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh, oh mixing things up. <laughs> so you can find us on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod and on, I believe, Twitch and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Which is a untitled rest pod as well. Untitled rest pod as well. There you go. I'm getting there. Um, and you can also find us on Facebook, Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Outstanding. For us there, you'll find us. Yeah. Uh, Troy, I'll throw it back to you. If I want to get some equipment for my luscious facial hair, how can I go about doing that? All three of us are sporting majestic beards today. It's delightful. So we, we've been darring off because of a shit beard game. <laughs> today, yeah. So. He, 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 uh, he had the tantrum because we didn't. We didn't uh, mention his beard when we were talking about this uh, on the Raw review. He spat <laughs> his dummy out and we quick, didn't tell him that the shit beard. It, it, quick it, it, to point out his beard was shit. It ain't weird, but if you, if you put something on like that, rub off. <laughs> <laughs> if you do want anything for your beard or someone else's beard and you want to buy it for someone else, um, head over to thatchface.com and use the discount code TROYXL85 to get yourself 20% off. Where can I get some beer as well, Big Tasty? Oh, well, I mean, if you do want some beer, um, you can head on over to topperbrewing.com. Uh, our shop is still currently offline. Um, we're having some New Year's rejigging going on. Um, but yeah. It'll be up very soon. Keep it, keep an eye on, and you can check out our social media: Top Rope, Top Rope Brewing on Twitter, Facebook. If you want to keep up to date, Instagram. Apparently, we're on that as well. Um, yeah, apparently, apparently we're on that. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know anyone's Instagram. It's just for the kids in it. Um, <laughs> You'll be on TikTok next month, mate. Yeah, Top Rope TikToks. That's what it's all about. I'm surprised, <laughs> I'm surprised Neil hasn't set one of them up. Check us out, Top Rope Brewing, on all the socials. Keep you up to date on what's going on, and you can get yourself some wrestling themed beers. We'll definitely have stuff up and running for. We're sort of head on the head, running to Mania now, so we always find do something around Mania to win nights for you. So yeah, we'll, we'll get some up and running. Keep an eye on. Rebrew WrestleMania, you bastards. Well, it's the birthday, beer, mate. It'll have to be next birthday. No, but you know, bring it up before <laughs> the birthday. Play the game. Come on, it's great. On that note, we'll catch you guys next week. All the best. Bye. Bye. Bye.